Hello, I'm Dana Rizzo, your door-to-door storyteller, and I'd like to give you a story. This story is called Double Wife by Gretel and Darkey. Standing in the small bathroom at the cheap but clean hotel room, Lisa took off her blonde wig and slipped her wedding ring back onto her finger. She sighed as she peered into the spotted mirror and wiped the blue sparkly eyeshadow and iridescent pink lipstick from her face. She always felt a certain amount of relief at the end of these escapades with Tom, just as she felt a thrill at the beginning of them. They met about once a month for a clandestine weekend when they both could get away at the same time. It was such an adventure to act like she was single again. Lisa loved it. It was always worth the elaborate plans and the makeup and the wig, all so that she wouldn't be recognized. The fun was worth it. And Tom was worth it. She smiled at the thought of Tom. He reminded her of Humphrey Bogart, perfect cinematic affair material, with a sense of humor and a flair for adventure that left her breathless every time. It was downright fun to sneak around with him. She had just come from an intimate goodbye with him that made her feel like Grace Kelly. Lisa pulled the slick little black dress over her head and retrieved her Yankees t-shirt and jeans from the duffel bag she'd brought with her this weekend. Her tennis shoes sat at the bottom of the bag, replacing the red heels she'd worn that afternoon. She sighed again and pulled on her mismatched socks and then the old shoes. So representative, those beat-up tennis shoes. In a way, they stood for her whole soccer mom, stay-at-home minivan life. They were comfy, and they fit perfectly after years of wear. But she never fully appreciated them until she wore them right after she took off those three-inch heels. After giving the hotel room a quick once-over, Lisa descended to the lobby and checked out of the hotel. She hummed as time goes by while she pulled the minivan out of the parking lot. She had called her Aunt Syl earlier that afternoon to make sure the kids were ready to be picked up. Aunt Syl had helped Lisa so much. Syl was in on the secret, of course. She's so understanding about Tom and me, Lisa thought. Such a sympathetic woman. As she pulled into the driveway at Aunt Syl's house, Lisa's three kids almost body-slammed the van in their excitement. With cries of Mommy in various octaves, Minnie, John, and Cecilia tackled their mother as she struggled to close the car door. Lisa laughed. It's only been three days, she protested. But we miss you, Mommy, Cecilia insisted. I lost a tooth, and Aunt Syl had to call a tooth fairy because you weren't here. Well, I'm glad Aunt Syl knows the tooth fairy's number, Lisa laughed. How did it go, dear, Syl asked. Wonderful, Lisa smiled. Thanks so much, Aunt Syl. You're a lifesaver. Not at all, dear, Aunt Syl said. Anything for you and that lovely man of yours. Speaking of men, Lisa said, I'd better get home to my husband. Yes, Syl agreed. I expect he's waiting for you. The late summer sunset spilled pink and gold light over the mountain roads, mellowing the shades of the aluminum siding on the little houses stuck to the side of the hill. Lisa's little brood babbled and giggled and sang the whole half-hour home. Lisa listened to them with renewed love and joy, watching the evening mist rising out of the trees on the mountainside. 
She always loved these mountains more after a weekend away with Tom. Their time in the Gray Valley always seemed to renew her energy for the green and pink and white of the hills. When she pulled up in front of the familiar blue-paneled house, Lisa saw what Tom had meant when he said that secret love affairs were good for their married lives. It's how we remember what we were made for, he had said, holding her around her waist and pulling her toward him. You're woman and I'm man. That's all there is to it. Then he had kissed her. She would treasure that moment until the next time. As she unbuckled the kids and retrieved her duffel bag, a tall man unfolded himself from the rocking chair on the porch. My songbirds, he called as the kids ran to him. Lisa followed, more slowly. She stood on the edge of the porch and watched her children crawl over her husband, telling him stories and giving him interesting leaves or buckeyes they had found at Aunt Sill's. He reminded her of her tennis shoes, comfy and well-worn. She put down the duffel bag and moved slowly toward him. Hey, beautiful, he said, kissing her and pulling her close. Hey, she said. You were amazing this weekend, he hummed in her ear. <laughs> so were you, Tom, she said. We'll have to do it again sometime, he said, and I like those red heels on you. Not now, Tom. John's listening, she swatted him playfully. Tom smiled. I love you, Lisa, he said, and it's good to be back to normal. It is, she said, returning his smile. I love you, too. You just listened to Double Wife by Gretelyn Darkey, read to you by your door-to-door -door storyteller, Dana Rizzo. Thank you for listening. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.